Hello, this is Lawrence Russell, Deputy Editor at Connectivity Business News. I'm here with Ian Davidson, Senior Product Manager at Wireless Logic, uh, a company that's uh, experts in IoT security and uh, its associated legislation. Uh, they have their own platform. Um, Ian, would you like to introduce the company to us? Yes, thank you, uh, Lawrence. So, yeah, Wireless Logic is uh, an IoT services company based based uh, near London, although we... we, we we think of Europe as a, as our home base, home market uh, these days. Uh, but we have customers globally who are connecting their assets, their IoT assets, using our services. Now we were providing primarily cellular connectivity, but but also provide a, a, a range of services that make those connections more manageable, more resilient, and more secure. And IoT security, as as you've just touched on, is is, is a real big topic going go, going forward, given the you know the, the the legislation that's coming into play, but also a push by a let's say the procurement requirements from from larger enterprises. So let's take a step back before we get into this cybersecurity question and clarify what businesses and industries are making the most use of IoT connection. Where do you see the growth? Yeah. So if we look back at the the historically, uh, then you know when when we look at the size of our business, then there's two ways we measure it. There's there's number of connections, but then also the amount of data that's consumed that's used on those connections, uh, and 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 you know depending on which way we look at it, we get you know some slightly different outputs of it. But you know, but metering. Uh, of all kinds, and I don't just mean electricity, gas, and water metering. I mean, you know, sensors of all types tend to generate, you know, represent a lot of connections, high number of connections, but don't necessarily, you know, consume uh, a, a, a lot of data. <clears throat> but that would be typically what drives volume of of, of connections for us. But if you look at the last two or three years uh, specifically, then we've seen, of course, the COVID period which you know thankfully is behind us now for the most part but the you know it, it has in some cases impeded some business but in other cases uh produced a set of conditions that really accelerated deployment of well remote monitoring generally uh of, of all things but but also generated demand for Things like uh, micro mobility, so so e scooter and e bike rentals, and I mean, I mean, I mean, uh, fleet rental type business. And yes, it's probably driven some private ownership, but you know, I'm talking here a bit more about the fleet rental side of, of of the business, and that's 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 been a phenomenon that 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 is true globally, and it's such a fast moving market. They need connectivity, which is always on. Uh, and and they need the ability to to redeploy scooters, not only around around different cities or between different towns and cities, but between different uh, countries as well. And that creates a bit of bit of demand and 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 a bit of expertise from the from the connectivity provider, which which, which we are, of course. But yeah, that that reliability aspect is really important because a, a, a bike or a scooter on a street that cannot be rented means lost revenue. Just pretty straightforward, and 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 the other, the other uh, market which has really uh, grown fast uh, in the last couple of years has been, uh, you know, the restaurant food delivery marketplace. 
you've seen some of the brand names. You can't avoid them if you're online or on TV or uh, or, or or wherever. And and that that really exploded. And again, the the, the requirement from those customers of us is to have high reliable connectivity. They need to be able to take orders in real time and of course dispatch and deliver orders in, in, in real time. So if there's any issues with the connectivity, it directly affects their reputation uh, and, and their revenue stream. Similar story to the the, the micro mobility space. The another few examples though, and 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 one would be uh electric vehicle space and you know there's the electric vehicles themselves but there's also the infrastructure the charging infrastructure and in most countries in let's say western europe also and also in north america there are government there have been and there continue to be government incentives around the adoption of electric vehicles and of course that that can only succeed if there's charging infrastructure both at home, off street, uh, in 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 and 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 off street, uh, sorry, in, in car parks and indeed on street, sometimes in cities, uh, you know, require on street parking and and that you know that creates, uh, you know, some some challenges in its own right. But that rollout of that infrastructure is 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 moving quite fast, uh, and and generates a need for for secure, IoT connectivity. Uh, and and then and then healthcare, you know, just thinking more broadly uh, around other markets, things like the healthcare market, and indeed the the energy and utility markets. I spoke about EV charging. That's just one one aspect. We tend to think that as a transport transportation type type use case, but of course it, it maps really closely to the to the energy uh, market as well. So, but the energy market, you've also got, you know, EV, uh, electric vehicles themselves, but also battery storage and and and, and decentralized generation of of let's just say electricity, whether it be wind or solar or or some other uh, uh, f- format, and that's been done at commercial properties, but also in domestic properties, and not just the the centralized generation and distribution model that we've had for for decades and it's served as well for decades. That that needs to change if the you know the net zero targets are are are, are going to be that the governments are enforcing are are going to be addressed. Uh, and 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 then healthcare, I think the you know the need for remote patient monitoring uh has is is on, on the increase. So you know, and and for us, that 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 means you know monitoring of, I mean sometimes quite passive monitoring monitoring of, let's say patient behaviour and well being while they're at home. It does extend to, of course, monitoring of you know you know different types of types of devices that they might be wearing to monitor things like blood blood pressure or uh, blood oxygen and 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 those type of things. But yeah, the idea, you know, of course, is about monitoring patients at home and away from the hospital uh, environment to you know to help with their recovery and save costs uh, of course so yeah it's quite quite a spread but there's a few key vectors there around healthcare energy and 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 convenience uh, if you like yeah exciting stuff i mean i i've talked to cybersecurity experts in the past and something that they bring up in their um special technical babble is stuff about attack surfaces, the proliferation of endpoints, creating new doors to go in. Obviously, there's been high-profile attacks and healthcare connectivity in the past. So 
tensions are greater than ever. Is there a danger to using IoT connectivity? Well, it it it, it I mean, it depends ultimately on on the the, the type of connectivity be, being being used. But the when we talk about, I mean, the majority of connect connections that wireless logic provider support are are based on cellular uh, technology, but but with a difference. Uh, you know what you have with your smartphone is essentially a a public internet connection, public internet data connection uh, with, with your smartphone, and 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 with that come does does carry some risk. But in the IoT connectivity side, what 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 we're providing is a is a is a, is a, a private networking solution. So it's a connection that is separate, is is isolated from the internet, if you like. It's a connection that we manage and route to the different endpoints, uh, whether that's that device endpoint or a, let's say a cloud or, or server type endpoint, and we can manage and secure that connection end to end. So it's quite a different, quite a different proposition from the consumer public internet type connection that we all want uh, with, with and all have with, with our smartphones. So I don't think anyone can ever claim that the there there is no risk and there is no danger uh or threat from from a security point of view that's that's always there it's why we have and why we're talking here today about uh iot security and and and, and our framework approach that, that that we have uh but you can mitigate and manage and reduce that attack surface that you just mentioned and that's an attack surface that you know i spoke earlier about decentralization of the energy grid and allowing uh, micro-generation at, at, at home or at business and EV charge points or electric vehicles becoming actually feeding into the grid and not just being charged uh, at, at, at that charge point. And, and so even there, that's a great example of, of what you've just described, where you've got that attack surface of lots of, let's just let's call them third-party devices connected to that infrastructure. And it has to be done securely, of course, and, 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 and with cellular and that private networking experience and plus some of the other measures that we can provide, and we'll get onto them, I suppose, in, in the balance of the conversation, but some of these other measures uh, really help minimize and, and, and manage that attack surface. Um, so what are the first things enterprises can do to mitigate the risks of uh, cyber threats? Yeah, so the way we talk about uh, cyber threats uh, is in, in terms of defend, detect and react type measures. And and so by detect, by defend rather, by defend, what we mean is taking some steps to and, and this is this is one of the fundamental things taking some steps to protect and secure the identity of your device so for a device to establish a connection with anything they need there needs to be uh, an, an exchange of identity parameters and if you think about it in terms of let's just say a bank card uh, and you think about there's a chip in, in your bank card and you're making, well, whether you, yeah, the, let's say a contactless payment uh, with, with your bank card uh, or, or or even with Apple Pay uh, or, or on your phone, for example, then, you know, what what you're doing there is, is without knowing it, of course, there's an exchange of identity, credentials 
that validate uh, you are who you say you are. There might even be some other second or multi-factor authentication in, in, in involved in that as well. And in, in some cases, if you're shopping on the internet, that would be the case. So what we can do in the IoT world is essentially recreate that. Recreate that that mobile banking, that, that contactless payment, that internet banking type experience for IoT. And we can do that using this SIM. Uh, but beyond, but that's about that's really about protecting and 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 securing and managing the, the the identity. It's fundamental to 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 security and whether we're at work, whether we're banking and and in IoT. Beyond that, though, it's about secure communications, and we touched on that earlier, uh, and creating a secure private uh, data path between devices and 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 and, and servers. But then it's also about people and processes. So people being trained on security, people being trained on how to react in, 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 in the event of, of a security breach. Or even before that, people, people understanding the role that they play and the role that the processes play in protecting security. Because the I mean the primary motivation behind most cyber attacks. Uh, I think around 95% of cyber attacks is, is financial gain. And it's carried out by organised crime, for the most part. Uh, and, and the preferred, let's say, method that those cyber criminals are using is ransomware. And that, may, that might include a sort of denial of service type situation, or it might be a case of you know holding data to ransom and threatening to release it if they're not paid and you know that that type of thing and, it, and it's considered as a, yeah the most if I can put it this way popular attack method and that's because most businesses will pay ransom demands quite quickly and I think around sixty to seventy percent of businesses well what they are doing is weighing up the I mean let's just say the fifty k or hundred k ransom cost and and you know the, perhaps uh, an afternoon or a couple of hours of downtime versus trying to recover their whole system from backups. And that might take them days or weeks, might cost them millions of, 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 of dollars. So, you know, ransomware and the role that people and processes have is important. And I, th I think there's another data point just to illustrate, which really helps illustrate uh, what, what I'm saying, and, and that's around 74% of breaches typically have a human or process-related element. So the cyber criminals tend to work as they build up uh, a, a profile of, of information that often starts with with with, with a human uh, not following a process or sharing something they shouldn't. And 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 cyber criminals tend to build up. Uh, you know their their attack plan based on that information. So people and processes is 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 a large part uh, of uh, a company's defense against cyber threats. Going away from my uh, uh, the prepared questions here, I have heard the anecdote that um, cybersecurity development is starting to put more resources into uh, doing things about problems that are already in the house, so to speak, rather than locking and double locking these stores, these entry points. They, uh, at high levels, they, they're working under the assumption that uh, infiltrators are already inside and trying to put them out. 
Have you heard anything to that extent? Not, not, not specifically, but I think the principle uh, behind what, what you know, what, what you've just shared is, 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 is true. I think, I think, the, the legislation, and the standards, uh, are are there to really ensure that businesses, whether it's a device manufacturer, or a solution provider, or or a, or a cloud provider, or a large enterprise, uh, a that it's the approach that they're taking to security is 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 the right thing, and I don't think what the legislation is is uh, is 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 saying is that they're you know you're you're remo- actually removing vulnerabilities or you, you're you're guaranteeing that there'll be no security breaches, and I and I think the 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 our advice certainly, and I think the industry's advice generally is that you have to assume that a breach will happen. And this is where the detect and react part of our story comes into play. I think that's the advice that we would be giving our customers and the market generally is, you have to plan for and int- plan for a breach to happen because it probably will. And, and it's what you do to in order to detect that security breach and then react to it is, is what, what can, you know, to take take some of the pain out, out of it or it can cost you millions. I think the average time between detecting a security breach and then actually uh, being, between a breach happening and the, and the breach being detected is around seven months. Some, some industries, so imagine the amount of time uh, and damage and information that can be compromised or stolen in that in that time period. So yeah, the, the, I think breaches are going to happen is, 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 is yeah, is the main is the right mindset, and focus on how what measures you have to detect, and then how you, how you will react. And in terms of you know me, the, the the detect measures, that's that's really about in an IoT context that would really be about monitoring, actively monitoring. Let's say behavior at a device network and also an application level, so. Device behavior could be how often it's communicating, uh, where it's communicating from. Uh, is the SIM still installed on the original device that it was inserted into, or has it been removed and inserted into another one? These are things that we can detect uh, pretty much autom- autonomously. Uh, and and so that, that can be, and at a network level, we're really talking about perhaps the, the communication traffic Traffic profiling, let, let's say about you know how how much data is being consumed, what endpoints are being connected to, what protocols are being used, and that's important because we well, I, I spoke earlier about ransomware and ransomware, or or let's say any malware that that's infected uh, any sort of system, it's it's almost always going to communicate with a server somewhere, a malware server, and 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 not your server if you see what I mean. And 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 that leaves a trail. That leaves a trail. It may also be communicating with another system to to exfiltrate data, to st- upload the, the stolen data from. And again, that leaves a trail. So if you're looking in the right way with the right sort of approach, you can detect those things. And that that's something that that, that we can provide uh, our customers and provide the market generally. And then 
and and then thinking about changes at the application level, there's a couple of real nice examples if I if if I can get into that that I think really bring this to life, uh, and and also bring the mindset of the the cyber criminals to to life a little bit as well. And I mean, I, I love Spotify. I'm a, I'm a subscriber, but there's a, there's been a a case recently where they were exposed uh, by by cyber criminals in 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 the form of essentially fraud. So they'd uploaded, the criminals uploaded uh, tracks, uh, fake tracks to, to Spotify. And then they had a bot farm that just constantly streamed those fake tracks 24-7. And of course, the way Spotify works is they'll, they'll pay the most streamed, uh, you know, providers uh, on a pro rata type basis. So they're kind of gaming the system where there's, but there's a pattern, there's a pattern in there that, that, that could and should be detected, and I bet Spotify are on, on it already. Uh, if you look for the type of patterns and the type of behaviours, you can detect it. So there's, there's a few other examples, but I, but the, the, one one of my favourites I read about it the weekend was 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 someone who had loaded essentially a trolley, a cart that he pulled behind him, and it had 99 smartphones in it, and they were all attached to Google Maps, and and it kind of faked a traffic jam essentially, right? And long story short. And again, Google Maps should have been able to identify that, that they were, those were 99 smartphones in the exact same, not in a line of traffic, but in the exact same, uh, you know, the space at the exact same moment, moving at the exact same speed. My point is, not 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 taking a name and shame Google Maps there because they'll be on that and they'll they'll resolve it. But it's it's just a you know breaking things down into into patterns. And once you understand the patterns, you can start to monitor and start to detect those sort of things and then start the react phase of what you're doing. Right. The, the seven months figure really, really strikes me. It makes me wonder how many um, businesses or organizations fall prey to breaches that they never find out about and just have their entire operational lifespan as a company with an open door to someone who they'll never know. You know, it's. It's terrifying. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess, I guess that 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 scenario it could could well could well exist. Mm. Uh, I, I do go back to the point I made earlier about you know most cyber attacks are really about uh, you know financial game, of course, uh, and and you know there's something's got to give. I think in there, you know, the attackers are are in the system for a reason. It might just be about data theft. Uh, you know, if it were a I don't know a nation state. Uh, type type of espionage, then then that's different, of course. But in the I suppose in the business world, it's 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 mainly about financial gain. Yeah, I'm going to combine some questions for time here and uh, ask um, what sort of security legislation is on the way to sort of help us out with this in the uh, Western world. How is it going to come together? Is this transferable across regions? Uh, can we have a global standard soon? Yeah, no, it's a great question and. And 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 it would be so much simpler if 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 the answer was there will be a there will be a global standard. Uh, in reality, it, it won't be like that. I think the the UK uh, has has moved moved relatively quickly on this actually. Uh, and and there's the Prod- product safety and telecom infrastructure act uh, that that was signed last earlier this year. Should I say? Uh, but ultimately, that's you know that's a piece of legislation. I think the important thing for IoT uh, product manufacturers, solution providers, is that that it that it calls out an ETSI standard. Now, the ETSI standard is a European wide 
uh, it's a European Telecom Standards Institute, it's a European-wide standard, uh, but it, it's built into UK legislation, and that will also be true in the EU Cyber Resilience Act. So different legislation, but the standard that uh, the market will have to conform to uh, will will be will be similar. Now, ETSI standards are used in other parts of the world as well, but uh, but but not in the USA, for example. So there's been some US legislation, the Cyber Improvement Act. Last couple of weeks, there was uh, another act that that was passed, which required. Uh, well, I suppose I shouldn't say required. It, it was about voluntary labelling of IoT uh, devices to say that they were con compliant with an organisation called NIST, N-I-S-T. And so the nice thing, though, even though it's a separate body and, and it's, it'll be a separate standard ultimately, there is good overlap between a lot of the provisions within those standards. Uh, and, and, and I think it falls short of being a single common global standard, but there's a high degree of overlap that I think businesses can can manage deployments into Euro, the European marketplace and the US marketplace without, you know, a, a huge doubling of effort and doubling of cost, if I can do it that way. Mm, perfect. What can manufacturers and others in the earlier stages of supply chain do to ensure security by design? Yeah, uh, it's, uh, I, 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 I'll refer back a little bit to the to the some some of the comments I made, I made previously around really looking at the well looking at the 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 the, the framework uh, the frameworks that are out there and wireless logic has it has its own framework which is which which is again is a good overlap with the Etsy and NIST, NIST standards that I mentioned and that's and that's by design we take a let's I suppose IoT connectivity focus uh, on on the problem. Uh, in a way that the other standards, you know, don't specifically address, but there's great overlap. But the common themes there really are about identity, right, and securing, using a hardware backup mechanism, if you like, to store, process, and manage the identity of devices. That's that's the root of 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 of, uh, of a lot lot of pain when it comes to to cyber attacks, uh, and and and. And the approach there is about secure by design. So choose the right sort of uh, uh, solutions to the identity problem. How you, how you, and, and, and do things like make your device easy to deploy and, and design with resilience in, in mind. And, and they're important, perhaps more subtle, but just as important because remember what I said before about a human or a process being often being the root cause of a cyber breach. So if the device requires uh, a lot of, let's say, configuration by a consumer or by an installer uh, when it's being uh, deployed for the first time or during a maintenance period, then that creates these opportunities for human or process issues to, to, to let, a, let, let a cyber attack in. And, and uh, yeah, so, th so those are just some of the, the let, let's say, the more fundamentals if, if you like the people the processes secure communications secure identity they're the fundamentals fantastic ian davidson thank you very much for your uh, time today your very insightful answers um you've been ian davidson senior product manager uh, wireless logic uh, i've been lawrence russell deputy editor of connectivity business news 
Ian, thank you so much for your time. You're very welcome. Thank you.